And here we go. Welcome back to Nothing to Say the Fans podcast, episode 43. Happy quarantine, everybody. Hope everybody is uh, staying happy, staying healthy. I'm losing my mind, Jason. I know, seriously. What are we on, like week two? Is this week two? It feels like it's been a year. I know, it's horrible. (laughs) I just wake up and play video games and go to sleep. I know, and honestly, like, it's just... It Like, for the first week during quarantine, it seemed like, okay, you know what? This really isn't going to be that bad. I mean, stay home. Yeah, hang out with your family a little bit. Watch some TV. Do schoolwork from home. Yeah, I mean, all right, it'll be all right. And then after about a week and a half, it's like, okay, well, like, I'm missing the sun. <laughs> and I'm missing <laughs> outside. And it's not like I'm not going outside because I'm trying to get outside as much as I can. But, like, just not seeing anybody else besides family is starting to drive me a little insane. It's crazy that, like, since this all started, I feel like more people have been outside walking around doing, like, activities. Dude, uh, you know what? It was fu- It's funny that you mentioned it, especially in this neighborhood. Yeah, um, this neighborhood is just littered with people just walking around. Yeah, I, t- I told my dad. I was like, man, it's hilarious that um, it took um, a, uh, a quarantine – to uh, to get everybody outside, <laughs> a global uh, pandemic is the best thing for the human race. Who knew? Yeah, apparently to get outside. Yeah, <laughs> hey everybody, it... we're gonna stay inside. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like all the parks, like even like so. Sam's back in town. Sam's in uh, California, um, and on any other given time when he is in town, we would be filming the show in the same room because it's something that we don't get to do ever. Um, and uh, we're not right now. <laughs> um, he's uh, he's like three minutes down the road, and we got to be, uh, you know, in different houses. So, uh, but it was funny because when he came here. The, the first week he was in town, we got together with uh, – it was me, Sam, uh, and, and two of our friends. And we just went to a park just to, just to play some basketball. And uh, we actually – the first park that we wanted to go to, we didn't go to because there were like 3,000 people there. It was ridiculous. And we ended up having to go to a different park where there was about 1,000 people, but at least it wasn't 3,000. So um, – and we ended up finding a court with nobody on it. So that was nice. But, yeah, dude, it seems like everybody is outside now. I, th- does it make us awful people if, we're, if we enjoy the quarantine? Mm, I don't think so. Because my mom – so my mom and your mom kind of, but she's doing the same work, really. Mm, yeah. But so my mom is a uh, – oh, God. She's a fifth-grade teacher now (laughs) she changes so much i can't remember but she's teaching fifth grade this year and her school got shut down the rest of the year and they moved it all online and i was looking at the website that her students go on and i was like wait you don't have to record anything like they literally get all the materials what are you getting paid for and she was like you know what not a lot (laughs) <laughs> I, I send uh i send parents and kids messages if they need help and if they don't i'm getting paid to do uh work around the house pretty much I'm like you are so late you, you know what teachers are not allowed to complain they are not allowed to have a strike <laughs> after this i swear they are getting their due diligence right now 
Yeah, and my mom, like you mentioned my mom, she's, I mean, she teaches online anyway. Um, the only thing that's really different is that she meets with her students in person, like one-on-one normally or sometimes in a small group. They're not doing that, but everything else has stayed pretty much the same for her. So she's, she, I mean, when the quarantine happened, her entire school was just like, okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> Um, and we got school on Monday. Yeah, doesn't, yeah, it doesn't really change anything for us that much, uh, other than they're not really meeting in person anymore. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think it makes you a bad person to enjoy the quarantine because you're enjoying, you're enjoying the quarantine part of it, not the virus part of it. So I think there's a distinct difference between the two. And Jason, how how would one enjoy quarantine to the best of their ability? How would one enjoy quarantine to the best of their ability? Well, um, I would say, I would say it, it, you need to find a way to get outside. Definitely, need to find a way to get outside, get moving. Um, I mean, well, I guess I could just say what I've been doing. Really, and I've been trying to. I'm one of the very lucky people on the planet to uh, to actually have a garage gym. <laughs> So I can continue to work out. So nothing really changed for me in terms of working out, which is a blessing in disguise. Um, so getting outside, working out. Um, if you like movies, then this is a perfect time to watch movies. Um, if you're, uh, if there was a show that you happen to miss during the school year or during work or something, and you're ready to binge watch a show, well, you don't have any excuse to to not watch it anymore. <laughs> Um, I started Breaking Bad. I had never seen Breaking Bad before. So um, you're still not going to watch Game of Thrones? Uh, we don't have HBO. But you could buy it. You could I probably mean, get a month free trial. I probably could. Or you can just give me your password, and then I'll just... Yeah, I don't think I have one anymore. Uh, well, that's that takes out my idea. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. I just find, find a way to, to keep your mind busy. Um, I would say... If you do, like, if you wake up one day and you watch a movie one that day and you go on a walk the next, uh, that same day, just make sure that the next day you do something different than the day before. Um, just try to break up the routine so you're not mind-numbingly doing the same thing over and over again. I don't know. What, what would you say? Uh, play as much Call of Duty as possible. Well, that just would just get make you angry. Take out all your frustrations on the little... 12 year olds that are playing this game right now right. they're just coming up behind you with the freaking pump shotguns at 720 <laughs> oh, man so annoying it is annoying it is annoying i'm not gonna lie um so we hope all of your guys's quarantine has been uh somewhat enjoyable we hope you all are staying happy and, and staying healthy this episode is not going to be uh very long our episodes going forward are probably not going to be um uh, the hour and a half uh, that they normally are uh, for two reasons. One, sport the sports world is kind of a uh, well, it's it's being put on hold, um, and you know, with everybody being inside and hanging out with family and friends inside, uh, we understand that it's probably not the most convenient thing for you guys to be sitting down and listening to an hour and a half podcast. So we'll keep them between twenty, thirty, thirty-five minutes, somewhere around there. Um, and. There's two sports things that we can actually talk about today. One is not necessarily um, a huge talking point, but the Olympics uh, was the last domino to, to fall. The Olympics is, is fine, has finally been uh, uh, canceled and, and at least pushed back to 2021, um, which 
I think if I mean I'm not an Olympian, but I think but if you're he, not. No, you know I I really shot for it, but I missed it by like, um, I missed a qualifying round. So you know what this does mean? It gives James Jones another year to qualify for the shot put. It definitely does. I think he should go for it. He should spend this whole year going for it. Why not? Right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, what else is he going to do during this time? Um, so. What it, I mean, if you're an Olympian, I mean, I like I said, I can't speak for any Olympian, but I feel like if you train for four years, um, getting one extra year of training is is not the worst thing in the world, you know? Like, I, I mean, do you think it affects any Olympian maybe? I mean, maybe on their, their timeline at all? Yeah, I think it's because I think it, it hurts. It affects the Olympians that this is like their – um that they're getting up there in age, right? Mm. So, like, if, if Michael Phelps was going to go towards this Olympics, he would be one year older. He, it, theoretically, with increased age, performance goes down, right? There's probably that correlation there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that hurts some of the people that were, like, trying to make this their last go, right? Yeah. Um. And I mean, you, I can imagine training 12 months for the biggest event of your life, only for it to be postponed another 12 months. That, right. That must be because I feel like people aren't going to be training that hard these during, during, this. during this time. So it might decrease performance in that respect, too. Well, I wonder how many sports in the Olympics are being delayed by this because it was the winter Olympics that were going to be on this year. So, you know, you think about, are you sure? I believe it was the winter Olympics. Yeah. I don't think so. I could have sworn. Yeah. Fact check yourself. Yeah. The, I think (laughs) I'm, I'm checking. Is it working? I uh, it's it's given me. Dun, 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 dun. Oh no, it wasn't Summer Olympics. Oh, My bad. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I Don't. had just I had just listened to a uh, a show the other day about somebody talking about the Winter Olympics, so that was on my mind. So, my bad. So the Summer Olympics. So you think about um, you know, some of the events that were in uh, the Summer Olympics. I feel like there were um some events that you could still like train for i would imagine like swimming is pretty much i mean depending on what depending on what race you're doing in swimming i feel like you could still individually train for that pretty easily mm-hmm. you know i feel like that wouldn't affect that training but um i feel like you just dissed on all olympic swimmers right there how it's easy to train it's all good well i'm saying it i mean in terms of it's easy it should be easy to train during the quarantine I would imagine. I'm not saying the actual training itself is easy. Well, if you're an Olympian, I would imagine you have a pool like in your backyard or some private pool that you could go to. Jeez. I mean, they're Olympians. They need Olympics. Do you know how big an Olympic sized pool is, Jason? Yeah, it's gigantic. (laughs) But here's the thing you don't need the entire pool, you just need one lane. (laughs) So, um,. And even if you had, like, even if you had that, uh, what is that, uh, 
one swimming pool that just... The infinity pool or whatever? Yeah. Or no, no, no. You Like, you just continue to swim, but you don't go anywhere. What is it called? There's, like, jets that shoot... Um, uh, was... What is it called? <laughs> I cannot remember. Don't yell at me, Jason. I know. What? Oh, that is really pissing me off. Hey, whoa. Well, I okay. Well, I think uh, I think everybody kind of knows what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, that was the last uh, domino to fall. The Summer Olympics have been postponed uh, till at least 2021. And then news broke about it was yesterday, uh, maybe a day before that. Um, it was Brian Windhorst was on ESPN and he was talking about when the NBA was going to come back, and they were talking about how uh, in China right now. What China is trying to do, at least, is trying to create, like, a bubble, basically. And they have – I think Brian said that they have um, – yeah, because he and I are on a first-name basis. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> the uh, I think he said that there were 20 teams in uh, the Chinese Basketball League, and they're basically just going to put all the teams in, like, one city and have them play just in one city and kind of create a – a basketball league bubble. And I think what Windhorse was saying was that the NBA might try to do like a two city dynamic where they have teams in two cities and playing in those two cities. And again, trying to create a bubble, uh, like an NBA bubble. Uh, don't let anybody in. Don't let anybody out. And they were talking about the timeline and they were apparently they're shooting for like May, June, but they even talked about September and October. So Sam, I mean, they're, they're in the very beginning stages of this week. You and I both listened to the video uh, of Windhorse kind of breaking down everything. And it sounds like this is still really, really rough uh, in the idea and planning process. But just based on, like, on the surface level, like, what do you think about, like, like creating a bubble uh, in a city with NBA teams? Yeah, we got to get a, uh, a big glass dome, put it over the cities of uh, Charlotte, and Salt Lake City, and just have every games, every Western Conference games played in uh, Salt Lake City, and then every Eastern Conference games played in Charlotte. Well, what happens when West has to play East? Uh, they connect a tram that only NBA players use. Now it'd probably be easier to fly. <laughs> Wait, why would it, why would I why, why Salt Lake? There's more cases in in the Jazz. Never mind. Not I was just City. about to ask. Uh, I'm thinking Portland. I'm not Sacramento. Nah, because California's pretty bad shape. Yeah, but we have a cool arena. I'm I'm trying to think of like an isolated <laughs> spot. So yeah, well, well, give me a serious answer. Good grief. No, I like. I mean, it would be very hard logistically, and like, um, I wish we could play the clip for you guys, but yeah, one of the things that um. Brian Brian Windhorst identified as like a hardship was the fact that the NBA has a very strong players association and they really have to like okay this whatever move that the NBA is going to do the Chinese league doesn't have the players don't have a players association so whatever the league says they have to do type of thing so it's really up to the NBA players if they're willing to say yeah, we're going to ditch our family. I don't know, like, I don't know if they can bring their families. Um, I don't know if they want to, like, uproot their kids and everything. Like, it's very hard logistically. And then to get all those players in one spot, 
by saying, hey, you got to give up your properties and like all your luxuries to stay in a hotel and play some odd seat. Like it's really not glamorous what they're proposing. No. And what was interesting to me was because one of our friends uh, who's been on the show, uh, Ben Welker, had sent uh, us a text yesterday in our our little group chat that we have. And he asked us – and the other person who's in this group chat who you guys know is Josh. He was just on the show. And then we have another one of our our friends in in this group chat. And he basically had asked us all, like, when do you guys think the NBA is going to be back? And Josh had said – um, Josh had said like May, June, somewhere around there. And I agreed with what Josh was saying. I thought May, June sounds reasonable. Um, I think Josh said late June as well. And I was kind of thinking probably mid to late June, uh, more so than May, but Windhorse even said September and October. So I can't, I, <laughs> it would be kind of funny, um, and really interesting to see, an NBA season, especially if the NFL season starts according to plan, um, way in you know late September, October, it would be interesting to, to to have football and basketball on at the exact same time. Uh, and I would imagine, at least in the NFL, I'm gonna I'm gonna at least say now the NFL's the NFL's first week doesn't have any fans. You think? No, they can't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're gonna have any man. Man, playing a football game with no noise is would be uh, extremely interesting because you think about how many teams use that crowd energy, uh, like Seattle um, and up in Green Bay and, and Foxborough. Uh, having an, almost a completely empty stadium would be absolutely um, ridiculous to watch, and it would actually be. A, I'm thinking of this selfishly. That'd be a bummer for for the Raiders to open their uh, new stadium and have nobody in it. Let's, um, isn't that going to happen anyway, even if they let fans in? I mean, maybe. <laughs> uh, but, uh, man, I, I, I had never even considered the possibility. And there's no way that I would have ever – I mean, there's no way that I would have known or any of us would have known. But I wouldn't have even thought that the NBA was thinking about pushing the NBA season as far back as September, October. It would be very interesting to see – the football season going on, same time as the basketball, same time as baseball, and at same time as um, uh, European soccer. Yeah, like they would as a sports fan. Holy cow, you're in heaven, right? And for being as deprived as we are right now, we would be in like overwhelm at that point. I don't know if you'd be over. Man, I might have to take off work at that point just to keep up. I know, seriously. So you think – so the NBA season started in um, October. It started in October, early October. So let's say it carries over – let's say they do start in October this year or September, and then it ends somewhere in October, November. Because what's going to be interesting is to see – if it does start in September, October, what exactly it's going to be? If it's just going to be the playoffs, if it's going to be like ten games, and then the playoffs, or I, I mean, we have no idea what it's going to be. But then, what what you're now dealing with is um, the the gap 
between this season and next season because the way that the league is is spaced out, you know, it starts in October, it ends in June, they have like a three-month break, and then they start again. Well, if the season, if this season starts or starts up again in September and October and ends in November, hypothetically, the next season wouldn't start until that next October a year later. So what will be interesting to see is if they hit the complete reset button and say, okay, we're going to take a year off, which wouldn't make any sense, I think, financially for them. But then they're going to mess with the timeline again. Like, would they start back up in March? And, like, I don't – logistically speaking, how they're going to figure this out is going to be extremely difficult. Yeah, so, I mean – You get what I'm saying? If it's not advantageous for the NBA to, to delay it all the way to September. I don't think so either. Because they got to have some sort of an off season. Yeah. And I think if it if they did start it, like I said, if they did start it in September and October, and then it ended in November, December, I don't think anybody, I don't think the players, and I don't think the owners are going to want to wait 10 months for the next NBA season. But then again, if you started in March, then now you're throwing off the entire schedule for, you know, who knows how long. Well, if they, so if they finish this season, um, the twenty twenty, the twenty nineteen twenty twenty season, in what did you say, November? Yeah, it was hypothetically. And then they were to start. They could just have like a short and like locked out season, um, like they did in uh, twenty. 12 just shorten the amount of games like cut it in half I mean at that point just so you get back on track with the schedule you would think that would be the only the the only like smart thing to do yeah Um, which again would make NBA ratings probably go up because all those games would mean something it would but then you'd also but that'd also be something that like we meant like you mentioned earlier uh, that they'd have to fight with the players' union on because then you're taking away half a season of paychecks. Mm-hmm. Or they would just get paid more per game. Or that, yeah. Um, but they would logistically have to figure that out. I mean, yeah, I know. There's just there's so many hurdles that they're well, gonna have to jump through. I feel like money's not gonna be a big fact because players are getting paid right now. They're getting they're getting their April first check. Um, but after that, it's up in the air. Well, if they just worked it out that they paid them for games that are supposed to be played right now with the promise. Well, you can't do that because players are going to be getting new contracts yeah. this, this offseason. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, this- I think <laughs> if you're the NBA, you just got to like tell the players association, hey, there's no, no precedence for this. We are making it up as we go. You guys got to work with us here. We didn't cause this pandemic, and we're just trying to roll with it. Yeah, there's going to have to be an awareness from both sides going, hey, you know what? Like, I mean, exactly what you're saying. Like, this is this is brand new to all of us. Like, we're trying to figure this out as we go, like you said. Yeah. Um, so there, there can't be any um, uh, ego contests between uh, – the NBA and the uh, and the players' association because if there is, then nothing's ever going to get done. Like everybody, they're both going to have to sit down and go, "Look, like we have to figure this out if we want to play basketball again." And we know that all the NBA, at least at least from what it sounds seems like, you know, on social media and whatnot, that all the players want to get back and play. I mean, 
they're in the league because a they're good, but they love their sport um, and they want to get out and play. Um, so you would think that it would be advantageous for both sides to get this to get whatever solution done on the table as quickly as possible and implemented as quickly as they can. But um, when that is going to happen, obviously nobody knows. What's your guess? Do you th- like if you had to if you had to put a date on it right now? Are you are you I don't, saying I don't June? even want to. I don't even want to venture. There's no way that I can have an educated. Oh no! <laughs> guess about where I'm asking you. I'm asking you gut feeling. Uh, it doesn't seem like they're close. No. And we're in April. Um. Uh. I don't know. I I don't even want to venture a guess. All right. Well, then I'll venture, I guess. <laughs> I'm going gut feeling late June, early July. That would be I feel I feel like by that time um like I'm just and that's just like I said that's gut feeling. I have I'm not basing that off anything other than that's just sort of where I'm hoping everything is is going to be done by. Um so that's that's my gut feeling. Late June, early July. Anything mm. before that would be great. But Obviously, anything after that, you know, obviously circumstances could arise that force it to be past July. And if that's the case, then fine. That's the case. That's just what that's just sort of where I'm hoping everything is going to be um, all good by. Um, man, that's this just it. like thinking about it in my head and trying to, you know, and just talking about it with you there for a little bit. Like there's just there's so much that they're going to have to to figure out from travel to families to money to if they do do the two cities thing, where's where the team's going to stay, what hotels are they going to be in practice facilities? Who's going to practice when um, it's going to be like an AAU tournament on steroids. <laughs> You're just going to walk it, walk in and be like, Oh my God, that's just LeBron James playing right there. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> Like it's gonna be like it's gonna be like the the Lakers and the uh, Clippers are gonna be playing at three o'clock, and then as soon as they're done, the Nuggets and the Blazers are gonna walk on and play the next game. Uh, <laughs> the broadcast is just gonna keep going. <laughs> You're gonna have like Damian Lillard running over his teammates. Oh, I think we're on after this game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> get, they're warm. Guys, get your shoes on, everyone. <laughs> Make sure you get your shoes on and jerseys on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait, They're warming wait. up on the sideline. Where's Nurkic? Where is he? <laughs> Did his mom not bring him? Oh my goodness! <laughs> is he on court seven? <laughs> no, we're on court two. We're on court two. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, will that... the Will the Portland Trailblazers please make their way to court two? Portland Trailblazers to court two, and then you got whistles going on everywhere. Wait, was that, was that whistle on this court? Uh... Yeah, LeBron, like you blew the whistle. No, 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 that was over there. What <laughs> travel? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> We're trying oh, to play man. the NBA Finals. And yeah. The Sacramento Kings versus Charlotte Hornets played on the other court next <laughs> month. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see to see what and they they would have to have a practice facility big enough to house multiple teams, and I'm sure that or they just play at different times. Well, yeah, or they just play at different times. But you think about how many games. I mean, I mean, the NBA games take two to three hours to play. So it's not like an AAU game that takes like 45 minutes. Well, the other thing too is the whole televising of it. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know how they would have to install cameras there that are high enough quality that is that it doesn't look like a janky high school live stream in there, which would be kind of tough. Um, and the announcers too. Yeah. Where are they going to do that from? They could probably just have like a announcers uh, commentating over like the stream, probably. You would you would think so with work, the amount of announcers that they have work remotely probably. I wonder, I wonder at that point if the local announcers would be the ones doing it at that point instead of like the big national guys. Well, they need enough. Yeah, well, I mean, oh, they like they like they bring in Grant Napier and Doug and like yeah, like they're gonna do all the Kings games. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's easy. They don't it decreases travel expenses, which is kind of nice. Yeah, so I feel like the national guys would get a break at least until the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, uh, we're on next. (laughs) It's the the bracket play. (laughs) Be like, yeah, no, I'd be like, okay, here's the last game in the NBA season being played on court one. And then as soon as they're done, we're going to roll into round one of the playoffs on court two. Yeah, you guys played the winner of the game on court one. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, we're just waiting for that game, and it was delayed. There's yeah. a, there's a wet spot on that court, so we've had to delay the whole NBA season. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh my god, this just that's comedy to think about. I think that would be so funny. It would be hilarious. It's like worse quality than the summer league. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do they do it with the summer league? So they could... yeah. I mean, they have sort of a, a blueprint. Oh my gosh! Well, just do it in Vegas. End, do it in Vegas. Do it in Vegas. Why don't you? Well, no, never mind. Um, the uh, yeah. So what the NBA what the NBA is going to do uh, with this upcoming season is is really anybody's guess at this point. Um, and I I know we're all just jonesing for sports to come back. Um, Maybe, maybe next week. Maybe by the time uh, we roll around for for the next episode, we'll have some more news on what the NBA is going to do. The NFL is still remaining pretty quiet, other than a couple free agents. But we talked about a lot of those um, on the last episode. Um, nothing major has happened in the NFL since. Um, and yeah, right now we're. I mean, like I said at the beginning of the show, um, we hope you all are. Uh, Staying happy and staying healthy, finding ways to to stay busy. Um, where's uh, Where's Cam Newton going? Where's Cam Newton going? Mm-hmm. Uh, go to San. Go go to Los Angeles. Why not go to the Chargers? You hear that, Cam? Why <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not just have uh, another another quarterback for the Raiders to deal with? That'd be great. Yeah, like. We already have to deal with Patrick Mahomes. Sure, why not throw Cam Newton? Andrew Locke. Oof. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just throw, throw, throw Cam Newton in there. That'd be great. Um, I don't know. I'm guessing that I, I think the Chargers make sense. But what about the Bengals? Swap with Andy Dalton. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I feel bad for Joe Burrow. The Red Rifle. Oof. Yeah, Burrow's going to – yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> – that's going to suck. I really hope 
um, they get him some sort of help or protect. Actually, some sort of protection. They got AJ Green, so. Yeah. And Tyler Boyd and John Ross. That's a pretty good receiving core, but. Where Andy Dalton is going to end up is going to be interesting. New England, bro. Andy Dalton in New England? He's Tom Brady's uh, successor. Well, we can just end the show there. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that. Um, all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Um, we, we hope you all are doing uh, well. And uh, we hope we provided a, a half an hour's worth of uh, entertainment for you guys. We'll uh, try to keep these shows at the same length uh, over the quarantine. And uh, get look forward to a bit of randomness on the show because with sports being as uh, – as dull as it is right now, we're going to have to find ways to get creative, which will probably mean guests, um, some segments, maybe some more entertainment talk than usual. Um, and, uh, yeah, everybody just stay safe, stay healthy, and we will see you all next week. Thanks, guys. <laughs>